Welcome to the Real Estate Reality Show. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving across the street or across the country, call Arrow Moving and Storage, 719-325-6341. Now your host and back-to-back Best of the Springs Realtor, Justin Hermes. So crank it up! Folks, thanks for joining me. Another show here of Real Estate Realities down at the Cardio News Radio Station. And I'm just going to give you guys a little forewarning. If you come down here to the station, keep a close eye on your phone. I just about had a heart attack. It was like a 20-minute scavenger hunt for my phone, and it was in the trash can. So I don't know. Maybe they need to do a breaking news story on that. Phones go missing, ended up in trash can, phone bandit. Seems like an inside job to me. I can't imagine myself, you know, tossing my phone in the trash. But anyway, that's the kind of day we're having, folks. And we're going to get down to it. The title of today's show is What You're Going to See in 2023, Part 1. Part 2 is next week as we have John Hermes join us. And that's really going to be more so what has history taught us? What are sellers going to have to do to get creative? How can you, as a buyer, be creative? Maybe having a seller do an owner carry for you, stuff like that, getting lower interest rates. And just factors of 2023. So that's going to be an exciting show. We always do the good, the bad. The good is 480 jobs coming over the next six years. Undisclosed tech company coming here to Colorado Springs. That's 72,000 in paying jobs. That's what we're looking for is a salary yearly of 72,000. Those are good paying jobs and we're starting to see a lot of tech companies come in here and um, it's exciting folks it really is we're seeing a lot of activity you know the bad I would say is we're really battling this responsible growth and um, you know I'm skeptical city council voted it down as far as Amera this new development that they're trying to get annexed to Colorado Springs. And I just hope that this doesn't continue because we need responsible growth. And when we're lacking in water, we don't need to be building a ton of more developments like a Lorson Ranch. We have to be responsible, especially with, you know, our fire and police. I mean, we've had such a shortage. And builders just, I mean, take a seat for a little bit, guys. Take a break. Let the resale market kick in here. I mean, the market's corrected. The demand for new builds, it just doesn't need to be there. You've already seen Classic Homes came out, said they're going to build half as many homes they forecast this upcoming year. And so that's one thing I want you to keep an eye on, folks, is what's going on as far as the new inventory we see through the year. Very, very important. So going to be exciting as we talk about how many homes are currently listed. What are we going to probably see as we go through the year as far as inventory coming up? And we're also going to talk about what the good buys look like, what you're going to have to purchase at for things to make sense. And we're going to get into HELOCs, how to use those responsibly. Very exciting show. If you have questions, you're trying to carve out your own real estate portfolio, give me a call, 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. You're listening to Justin Hermes, Care to a News Radio. We'll be right back. Put ACDC on repeat. We shake it all night long till the pole pole come. You know me. I roll deep. Welcome to my house. Come on, take control now. We can even slow down. We don't have to go around. We're back to the Real Estate Reality Show with Justin Hermes. 
This segment is brought to you by HouseCheck, servicing the front range of Colorado Springs for over 25 years with the most complete and personalized home inspection. Call them now for more information at 719-266-1645. Welcome to my house. We're all here and you know that you want to stay. All right, folks, welcome. Thanks for sticking with me here. If you're listening online, appreciate you tuning in. And if you're driving down the road right now and you're tuning in for the first time, you're listening to Justin Hermes Curio News Radio. Give me a call if you have questions through the break, 719-232-1063. You can text that number as well. That's 232-1063. So we look at current inventory. We're sitting at 1,900. That includes new builds. As far as the resale side, folks, we're sitting at 1,600 homes on the market. 490 median sales price and townhouses 156 on the market last year at this time there's 25 townhouses on the market just crazy difference right i mean we've seen that market definitely come back which is great townhouses are the first step for affordability for you know first time home buyers so it's very important that we keep the healthy supply as far as that goes you know in december home prices fell for the first time since 2015. They were down 2%, and that is the beginning. We knew we were in for a correction, you know, when this happened back in June, as the Fed tried to, you know, and they did successfully slow down the housing market. They were trying to do that. They've done it. And, you know, I wrote an article in the Gazette all about this, about, you know, the terminal interest rate, you know, they wanted at 525. That's about, you know, really where it was in 2007. We're sitting at 425 right now. Pal already came out and he said, you know, we're going to be seeing three rate hikes before June and a quarter of a point each. So he lays it out, folks. There's no, you know, surprise as far as, you know, what's going to happen. And we're going to continue to see sales slump. So if you've been wanting to invest in real estate and you feel like you missed the boat, this is an opening again, right? This is a time for investors to take advantage of this year. And it's not like the market's going to plummet. We're going to see 1% to 2% appreciation. That's what Realtor.com is calling for. But what you're going to see is sellers who are in a panic. And then you're also going to see sellers for the first time who can't get cash out of their house. Because before they could cash out refi at 3 4%. Now that rate is looking at 8 9% when you're taking money out of your house. And so that's the big difference. Sellers don't have a lot of options. And some of them, you know, can't afford to rent their house out. They don't have the maintenance budget built up. They don't have the cash flow necessary. And so one out of every two homes last month, they took a price cut, you know. So buyers are slowing down. There's definitely, you know, first-time homebuyers who just can't get in the market anymore. They can't afford it. So the big thing for you is, since the interest rates are pushing up, is you have to battle that with putting more than 25% down. You just do. And there's no reason why you should be leaving money, you know, in your savings right now. It's just ridiculous. It's doing nothing for you. It's not working for you. And even if you got all your money in a 401k, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you guys have your money in, say, a Vanguard fund and you don't even know who manages that. And this is the problem we're seeing with baby boomers is they can't retire because they all they had was either a pension or a 401k, and now they're not performing well. And if you are one of those people and you don't have another bucket besides your 401k or your pension, give me a call at 232-1063 because we'll walk you through that. You know, we're, we're going to walk you through how to succeed. But I will tell you is that home sales probably will drop 
as far as our activity goes, 50% this upcoming year. Because people are not going to trade in their 3% interest rate for a 7% interest rate. They're just not going to do it. So the person at $400,000 is not going to upgrade to the $700,000 house because the interest rate just, you know, it doesn't have a good trade-off. So what does that tell you to do, the radio listener? Well, well, maybe let's be creative. Why don't you keep your house, rent it out, you keep the 3% interest rate, right? And then you go out and you get your new home at 7% and your cash flow, which is going to be probably, you know, depending on when you bought, let's say it's 800 bucks a month. That makes the difference right there between, you know, your 3% interest rate and your 6% interest rate, right? Now, all of a sudden you can afford it. You can use some creative financing on the buy side. And guess what? Not only is your cash flow good, but now you're writing off all your interest, your taxes, and insurance on the house you have. So let's not sit back and do nothing. Let's find a way to create, you know, a different source of offsetting the interest rate. So what are we really going to, you know, see as far as inventory goes? I really see us getting up to, you know, an inventory level of 3,000. I just do. I think we're going to, you know, see 3,000 homes for sale at some point in the year. I, I would bet that probably happens in July. In 2013, we had 38 homes for sale. You know, right now, I told you, we're sitting around 1,900. So 3,000 is about healthy. Believe it or not, we've been living in such a reverse mode here with ultra-low inventory that it feels weird. But 3,000 is a healthy market for, you know, the size of El Paso County, about 700,000 people. 3,000 is healthy inventory, even playing level for the buyers and the sellers. But you know exactly with what Powell is doing because he's telling you his game plan, right? We know how interest rates are going to react. We may see some dips here and there, like they're dipping this week. You know, we, we've seen some dips this week, but ultimately we're not going to see a mass decrease. It just can't happen. They still have to attack inflation and try to get this soft landing that Powell is shooting for. So in 2016, we had 1,800 homes for sale. And then in 2020, we had 500 homes for sale. And 2021, 800. And then, you know, it got as low as 300 homes on the market, which was just absolutely ridiculous. But I'll tell you what, year to date, you know, last month, 700 less sales. So we're just going to see it stall up in that area because people are not willing to, you know, let go of that interest rate. And I don't blame them, right? But you have to realize the banks aren't losing money. They're not going, well, we got 3% and we need to get that loan off our books. The average American moves every five, six years. And they do exactly what they're taught in school all growing up. You never should own an investment property, put all your money in a 401k and you sell your house. And what happens is, is look at the amortization schedule. You could have a loan at 1%. And you're paying virtually rent to the bank, let's say on a $400,000 purchase, you're paying them about 1200 bucks a month of rent to the bank. How good of a deal is that? Now, when the amortization becomes more in your favor and less in the banks is when you hit about year 12. Well, guess what? The banks don't care. It's no sweat off their back because they're going to bank on the average American. They move every five to six years, right? And they get another 30-year mortgage. That's why if you can switch to a 15-year and you're in much better shape, Number one. And, you know, if you have a 30 year and you don't want to refinance out of that rate, start treating it as a 15 year mortgage, right? So rent also is going to level off. I mean, we've had rent totally through the roof and, and we're going to see more competition. There's more homes out there for sale. Multifamily is coming on the market in a big way. And so you're going to have to make sure you're good to your tenants in 2023. You have to be. And vacancies are going to be up. It's going to take longer to rent places, so try to keep people in. Do some negotiating. If you can hold out from having those vacancies, especially during a time like this, and you got a tenant who you know has been paying rent, 
why screw the pooch to try to get an extra $200? So if you have questions on that and you have questions about, you know, many of you listening have your own rental properties, just call me. I'll run you through. Are your numbers good? What scenarios can you do? How can you negotiate with your tenant? My number is 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. Or maybe you're listening and you're going, I do have all my money in a 401k and, you know, all I do is have my house right now and I don't, you know, have any other real game plan. And folks, it's just, it's ridiculous because you're pulling money out of a 401k or your money market, you're selling stocks, you're getting taxed out the kazoo. It's ridiculous. Now, when you get taxed on rental income, guess what? You got the depreciation, you got the interest write-off, the management fee write-off. And depending if you do accelerated depreciation, I'm just telling you right now, you're it's free money. There is no tax at the end of the day when you go apples to apples with your accountant on that money coming in from your renter. And guess what? If rates dip again, which they could in five years, you can cash out refi tax-free. You can move into your rental property, sell it tax-free. There's so many options. You know, Unlike the stock market, they're not going to let you get away with it. And that's just why they tell you ever since you're a kid. Go to college, take out debt because they're federally backed loans, and go get a job and put all your money in your 401k and buy a house, but sure as heck don't buy an investment property. Don't start your own business. And 40% of your paycheck, you're going to give to the IRS every month. And that's just slavery, folks. I mean, that that's really what it is. You're being a slave to the banks. You're being a slave to the people on Wall Street. And, and it's just on this hamster wheel. And unless you get some passive income, you're really going to suffer. I mean, you really, really will. As we see more and more inflation it is going to be a reckoning. And right now is your opportunity to buy some good deals because December, I told you, prices went down 2%. First time since 2015. Realtor.com's calling for 1% to 2% appreciation. If you are interested in, in diving in deeper into this, pick up the Gazette. Look for my article that I wrote where it talks about what we'll see in 2023. You know, I think what will personally, I think we may see closer to 3% appreciation this next year. And then after that, we'll probably see 0% for the next couple of years. And I believe then it will pick back up, you know, to 4 or 5%. And I can show you graphs looking at what happened in the 80s, how real estate responded to inflation, stagflation, which is what's coming next. People are going to start getting laid off. Exactly what we saw during the 80s. You can learn a lot you know, by looking at the past, looking at history and how it performed. But right now and over the next three years, you're going to start having great buys. You just are. I mean, sellers are nervous. We're already starting to see that. They're willing to negotiate hard. And, you know, you're just going to have to come up with more cash to battle that interest rate. And you can bet on it possibly being a refinance situation in five years, creating more cash flow. But I hate to speculate as far as that. The numbers have to work, right? They got to work when you go in. The deal has to work. If we're not creating, you know, some cash flow for a maintenance reserve fund, we really can't do the deal. Right. So just don't get caught in this deal of, hey, rates are going to dip next year and then you can refinance. I think we'll see them climb, uh, you know, up into the high eights and then they'll probably hopefully level off in, you know, three to four years, uh, you know, around 5%. I do not think we'll see them back towards 3%. So we got about a minute left here. I'm going to get into next about the HELOC, why you need to be careful with that. I'm going to give some examples. And then we're also going to talk about, you know, things that you need to be looking for as far as good buys. What do good buys look like for a townhouse and single family home? And our big takeaways we're going to go over as well. And then remember, next week, 
John Hermes coming in. We're talking with a guy who's been in the market 30 years. What did he see during the downturns of the 90s? What did he see in 08? What type of stuff were sellers doing to be creative? What type of stuff can a buyer be, you know, using, you know, tools in their pocket when the market turns, right? We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Justin Hermes Cardio News Radio. Welcome back to the Real Estate Reality Show. Now here's Justin Hermes. Okay, folks, third segment here. Uh, we, I first want to start off with this HELOC story because a lot of people get caught up in this. And, you know, they say, hey, I'm going to take out a big HELOC and the interest rate's 4.5. Isn't that great? You know, sign here and they don't get into the terms of it and what that looks like. And I'm just going to give you an example of a real life scenario where I was talking with a client the other day and they went to a security service in town, which uh, is great for HELOCs. They do a good job. But here's the terms on it, four and a half percent. And then it's prime plus one next year, which prime right now is seven and a half. So that's eight and a half, right? That thing's going to double. Payment's going to double. And then I asked the gentleman who works there, I said, what's the ceiling on this? I mean, how much can it adjust? Can it only adjust 3%, 4%? He said, no, it can go all the way up to 18%. That's the ceiling. Folks, you have to be so cautious when you use a HELOC. And so I told my client, I said, you've be prepared to pay this off within the next year. You got to be really aggressive, two years max, because this is how people lost the, the boat here in 2008. They got into these adjustable products. They got into these buy downs, which is all buy down is, folks, is the sellers are setting aside money in your escrow account to artificially lower that payment for two years. So it'll be 500 bucks lower a month for two years, and then it'll adjust. So you get somebody who got into a HELOC and a buy down, all of a sudden that payment's a thousand more, prices have dropped. That's where the foreclosures uptick. Right, That's where our last factor, if you remember when I talked about it last year, the last factor in a real estate correction is the risky loans, the adjustable loans. We have to see more of those on the market. Right now, 94% of loans are all fixed. So the commercial market, on the other hand, I think we'll see even more of a reckoning there because of the products are even even riskier, right? Not to mention, we got probably a 20% increase coming up on the next tax assessment because they lagged two years with the county assessors. So we're going to be seeing at the same time an increase in taxes. We're going to see an increase then in utilities and an increase in insurance, folks. So go in, eyes wide open. I'm not telling you not to buy an investment property, but I'm telling you the things you need to be aware of so you're not being naive to what is going on. Inventory is going to exceed 2000 in the next couple months. It's going to peak this year at 3000 And like I said, that's stable. That's a good, healthy market, level playing field for buyers and sellers for a city that is the, you know, the size of 675,000 people, right? So sellers are freaking out. 2008 is fresh in their mind. The deals you need to be looking for our deals, a single family home, three and a quarter, 350 max if we got something that's big daddy square footage. And a townhouse, we need to be 275 really to 250. And you may sit there and go, where are those sales? They're coming right now. 
I'm seeing them cross my table. We had two foreclosures last week on the market. Great deals. And this is stuff I've done before. The short sales was a market I was in eight years ago. Short sales are a better deal than foreclosures most of the time, folks. You're one-on-one with the lender. You're negotiating. If you haven't been through a short sale, call me. I can tell you how it works because you should be knowledgeable of how to get in some of the best deals as they come up here. You want to be ready with bat in hand to get in the batter's box instead of looking around in the dugout wondering, hey, what do I do again, right? You got to call me, 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. The big takeaways, folks, really are, you know, the interest rates popped, they doubled, buyers are backing away who can't afford it. You got to put more money down if you're an investor. You just do. You got to minimize the effect of that interest rate because it popped so much. And I'm going to tell you right now, you know, you got to make sure when you're comparing these numbers, you're looking at all the tax write-offs. Because if you're not adding in the depreciation, if you're not adding in the tax write-offs, you're not adding in the management fee write-offs, all the capital improvements you're doing, it's just not a fair comparison when you're looking at how your stocks are performing in the stock market, right? So sellers are going to panic. We're going to see short sales. It's going to be a great time for you to get in the market. And even if you get in and your cash flow isn't great, think about it. You're buying a house at three and a quarter that we feel like over the next 10 years can reach 500,000. Do the math there. That's a buck 75, right? Over those years spread, the buy and hold. I'll say it on every show, 10, 15 year buy and hold, even through 08, we saw things dip. Then it comes back and, and we're doing we're doing just fine. So we have five and a half minutes left. Matt's tired because he was running around the studio here. I My phone is in the trash can. And it's unbelievable. I looked in my car, I'm running around, and somehow it got swooped into the trash can in the bathroom. I mean, can we get KRDO Investigates on that? I mean, for real. It's an iPhone like four. It's worth probably 50 bucks. So that's why they probably threw it in the trash. Yeah, psychological dilemma is what Matt is calling it. But what we're going to be talking about on the next show is so important because we're going to talk about what did history teach us, how are sellers going to have to be creative, risky loans and the impact, seeing tech jobs coming, responsible growth with water, infrastructure, and like I said, so happy that city council voted that down, but it's not going to be the last we hear of it, folks. And so talk with your council members, your county commissioners, stay on it because the builders do have a stronghold here in the Springs when it comes to that. The appeal didn't go forward for the amphitheater. I think that's going to be a great addition up north. I think that's phenomenal. We need more of those things in the Springs, outdoor concert venues. Duh. Why are we trying to stop it? I mean, there's still these people who are against change. And I'm the one sitting here telling you we need to be worried about water and things like that. Be responsible, but this is responsible growth right here. This amphitheater is totally responsible growth. So it's unbelievable as we look back to folks on the federal interest rates. I mean, back in 2008, we were looking at a quarter of a point, quarter of a point in 2010, quarter of a point in 2012, quarter of a point in 2014. Then they started popping them up. We saw in 16, it got to three quarters of a point. And then we saw as we got into 17 here, it got to one, one point even there. And as we approached 2018, one and a half, and then boom, 2018, Sales were low. The real estate market didn't perform well. If you look back on the history of sales, 2018 was a rough year. Why is that? Because all of a sudden you had VA at five and a half, investment property rates closer to six and a half. And so 2018, the Fed raised the rates 
2.5. And that should have been the start there of the real estate market totally correcting. I'll be honest. Then we have this thing happen with the pandemic and they plummet. They completely plummet and people go, I'm going to reanalyze my life where I'm living. I don't have to live in the big city. I'm going to move to places like Colorado Springs, work remote, maybe commute to Denver. And the interest rates drop all the way back down flat. I mean, just totally zero for about 18 months and the housing market goes bonkers and we see this appreciation of 18, 20%. And now we're playing catch up. And if you look at the trajectory, I'd love to share these charts with you. It's the only bummer about doing a radio show is I can't share these things with you. If you want to see it, text me. I'll share it. 719-232-1063. It's the Fed hikes rates to battle inflation. And if you see the trajectory on where we were heading over these two years, they should have been, with no pandemic in 2018, at three and a half, and then on trajectory to be where we're at now, at four and a quarter. I mean, we literally were on the perfect trajectory since 2000, the end of 2015, and we'd be right where we are now. So what are they having to do? They're having to play catch up, folks. The loans are good out there. Until we get a ton more risky loans, we're not going to see this doomsday of 2008 happen, right? But we're going to see things flatten out and sales are going to go down this year. They're going to be cut in half. So be prepared. Put money on the sideline. Time to take some money out of your 401k. I told you what you need to look to buy. Three and a quarter house, 350 max, 250 really on a townhouse, 275 max because there's variables as far as square footage. Buy an established neighborhood. Stay away from the new builds. We want to be in Cimarron Hills. We want to be in Village 7. We want to be over in Palmer Park. We want to be in Cheyenne Meadows. These are areas, folks, where we manage property. I know how it performs. We have a track record of doing it. We're not just throwing darts, right? So as I end every show, we just want to talk about you know being grateful. Be grateful for what you have. Live with an attitude of gratitude. And the most important thing is using the gifts God has given you. Bless somebody else. Don't get negative. Find the joy in life. Be the joy and bring it. Bring it to others as we live in such a negative time, folks. Enjoy your Sunday. We'll be back here next week with John Hermes. One more time, my phone number is 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. Real Estate Realities, 719-232-1063. Have a great Sunday. Your future's The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio.